Hello all you lovely human beings. This is Akshara Amarnath and I'm back with a new guest on the show. She's someone who I've never met before and I came across her as a result of Vettits. What is Vettits? How did that become her career and what really happens when you go backpacking through western Europe? Let's find out. Welcome to Tremendous Trades. Thanks a lot. Okay, so uh, very recently you were given the Lions Club Young Women Entrepreneurship Award. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where we will start with uh, how an architect turned into an entrepreneur. Okay. But before that, let's just hear from you a, a short intro about yourself. So my name is Abhirami. I am an architect by profession. Mm-hmm. I did my schooling in. Um, I did architecture in Manipal University. Okay, and and when and was this? So this a diplomatic way of asking how old you are, but <laughs> no, I completed in um, 2016. Okay, I'm 27 years old right now. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So and yeah, and then I moved to Goa for my uh, internship with uh-huh. a studio called Play Group Studio, and I worked there for mm-hmm. another two three years. Okay. Um, yeah and. Uh, moving forward, like uh, from, I I got this project with my dad. He had one, he had this small piece of property, and he wanted to build something there. Okay. And since I was already with working with this um, office, I decided I would, you know, work on this house with them. Okay. And yeah, that's how I uh, worked on this Vettit's house, which is okay. what that award was connected to. Okay. Uh, so when I decided uh, to do this uh, call with you, I was yeah. just telling my parents that hey, hi, I have this recording with Abirami, and yeah. she ha- she's the uh, person who runs this uh, Wet Tips house on okay. Airbnb, and uh, they were like, I've heard this name Wet Tips somewhere, and I'm really? like, okay, she's uh, uh, <laughs> Dr. Murli Wet Tips daughter, and they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's oh. where I've heard it. So, yeah, uh, your yeah, dad's a world. famous... Um, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he's quite known for his cardiac... He's a cardiac heart surgeon. Surgeon, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, did that ever uh, come to you? Like, were you uh, pressurized to be a doctor and you had to rebel your way out of it or something? <laughs> no, not at all, actually. So, okay. my dad, like, throughout our childhood, he's always been a really busy person. And, I mean, we would see that. Like, and mm-hmm. we would really try to find the time to be at home and oh. have this family life and he always cut off from work once he'd come home okay and I mean we like I definitely like admired and respected but I wanted I didn't want that for myself okay. because <laughs> I, I, I mean that's a lot of hard work yeah so actually I have a sister who's like four years older okay. and she um I, she was really passionate about medicine oh. so I remember when she was in her 12th and she had decided that she would be a doctor uh-huh. like my dad was so against it because no, he was okay. like do you really want to go through the same life okay <laughs> yeah so yeah so she did medicine finally and she's oh. happy oh. but yeah I um, I mean I was always more inclined to other things I was not at all into biology or okay. anything so I mean it's these are things I'm interested in but I feel like as I'm more into arts and design mm-hmm. and other options, yeah. Okay, okay, and that's how you got into architecture. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we want, no one had anything against that. Okay. Architecture, actually, initially, I don't think I was really um, 
uh, it's not like I knew much. Obviously, none of us really know what we're doing. Uh, in India, generally, it's the system where you finish your 11th or 12th and then you go straight to university. Sure. And, like, you don't really get the time to pause and think mm. or, like, you know, um, really figure out what you want to do, but you just yeah. kind of jump into something. Right. So, like, most people were jumping into engineering or medicine <laughs> or <laughs> IT or something. Yeah. And I thought architecture seemed the most, like, you know, art-related. Right, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it worked out for me, but <laughs> yeah, it was kind of just a leap of faith. Okay. And now, uh, what was that process? I, I know that you took a one-year gap after uh, after your college, right? Yeah. So right. it wasn't exactly after college. So the thing is, because I never took that break before, like I was saying, I went straight mm-hmm. into college and our course is like a five-year course. Yeah. Okay. And after that, I worked. I didn't take any break after that. And I just, I, it was, I think, um, after this project, what I mentioned earlier for my, it was my dad's project to do this house. And because it was directly connected to me, I was the most involved and I was pretty much like the supervisor there. Okay. And, I, yeah, so after the house completed, I decided I would take some time off for myself, oh. kind of just to decide and figure out if architecture is really what I want. It's uh-huh. not that I didn't enjoy it, but I think it had reached this, like, saturation or, like, breaking oh. point for me <laughs> where I wanted that time off just okay. to, like, you know, travel and just, like, experience other things. Do um, a self-introspection and all that. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. And so I felt like the best way to do it is to completely cut off. And okay. that's how I decided I'd, like, take... I mean, initially it was something that I knew I would take a break, but I thought, like, one month, two months, mm-hmm. maybe just travel a bit. Okay. But then I thought, like, well, I don't have anything to lose at this point, and okay. I didn't... I mean, I just had a little money saved up, but okay. I felt there was no one rely Like, I wasn't um, responsible for anyone, and I... You know, I don't think this kind of time would come again later in my life where I could just literally take off when I wanted. Uh-huh. So I thought I'd grab onto that, and that's how I um, decided to travel for some time. And you went off for one year to Europe. Yeah, so it was a mix. So it actually okay. started off because my sister lives in UK. So okay. we were doing this family trip to UK in August in 2019. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I just because then I realized like anyway I'm on that side of the world so might as well like move from there mm-hmm. so I went with my family and um, stayed there in UK for a month and then from there I traveled towards Europe okay um, yeah so yeah, I had to get on my <laughs> actually because I I think of myself uh, traveling sometime in the future after saving yeah. up and everything mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, never did I get this idea of a gap year you know, uh, yeah, that that's really nice. I guess also like a gap year, it's, it sounds very expensive, right? Like it mm-hmm. sounds like, I mean, how would you support yourself for an entire year? That's right. The thing is, I'm not working, right? Um, uh, so, of course, that was something I was quite worried about. But at okay. the same time, um, I did like know places and people in different places. So I kind of felt like some places I would be taken care of in different countries and mm-hmm. That is somehow how I made it work. Okay. And, yeah, in a few places I did um, something called, like, it's through something called Workaway, where oh. you can, um, basically, you work with 
people in exchange for stay and um, like food and accommodation. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. So that in two places I did that, so I could stay one one month, and it's completely like covered for, so you're not spending at all, and you're oh. also getting the experience and yeah, yeah. <laughs> meeting a lot of new people. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And again, like traveling, it depends on how it is for each person. But I think for me, it was more about um, being like the locals and like right. fully immersing myself rather than being a tourist when I'm in a place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. being a solo uh, traveler is is actually magical. Yeah, it is for magic. sure. <laughs> right. So um, once you came back. Uh, yeah. That's when you started to uh, ideate on methods and what to do about it. Yeah, so then um, the thing is my trip didn't really um, pan out the way I wanted it to because okay. of COVID. Uh-huh. So actually, like by 2020, that's when I um, I reached the U.S. Okay. And I had reached um, Los Angeles and I was planning on going to Mexico from there and oh. staying there for a bit and stuff, but... That's when everything got a bit bad and I decided it was safer for me to turn back. And instead of coming to India, I got to my sister's place in UK. Okay. And yeah, I was there for four months, like during the lockdown, like that peak lockdown time. Because I couldn't get any tickets back home. Oh. And yeah. So then I think by the time I got back, it was around August um, 2020. Uh And I came and it it was really scary coming back and like, it was. It. I didn't feel like I had finished. Face reality. I, yeah. Face reality. Get back to work, and uh-huh. you know, you like when you leave for a year, you kind of imagine yourself to come back inspired and like new. Uh-huh. I don't know. Like you expect a lot from yourself, okay. and I felt like nothing had changed in my head. I felt like oh, oh I'm the same person. <laughs> okay. I was like, so I was freaking out about the thought of coming back. Uh-huh. My like saving grace was the fact that I had to quarantine for two weeks, and I knew I couldn't mm-hmm. do anything at that time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> then after that, I remember um, like trying to like just generally get back in touch with people, and I knew I needed to like find work quickly. Okay. But I yeah, <laughs> so that's how I started actually uh, using the house. So this house that it's it's um, it's quite close to my um, the house my parents live in, and it's and in uh, Calicut. It's in Calicut, yeah. Okay. It's near the bypass road. Okay. So I would um, go there every day. It was just like I made this routine where I'd go there to work, like do a bit of work for myself. There was like some cutoff and um, yeah, and then slowly little, like I got a few freelance projects where I could work individually on some small renovation work and stuff like that. All right. And so I would sit there and work and I had a friend also who would come and join me. Again, like, everyone was getting really tired of being at home and, okay. you know, like, there was no space for anyone to get out and <laughs> meet people. So, right. this, became, this started to become that. And I had, had a lot of friends also who came down because of the lockdown. And, yeah, so generally it became this place where we would all meet up. And it was just a nice um, atmosphere altogether. Okay. So, that's when I started, like, thoughts started brewing and I thought maybe I should do more with it. Because I was paying for electricity and um, maintenance, and I wanted to make sure that I'm not, and everything I was paying for was from my pocket, so I wanted to, like, make it a bit more sustainable. Okay. Yeah, so then that's how, like, obviously the first thing that I would think of was, like, to let out the rooms, because um, it 
um, there are four bedrooms in the house, so I thought uh-huh. uh, first thing would be to put it on Airbnb. Okay. So that's what I did initially, okay. and then slowly, like for publicity, I put it up on Instagram. I um, I got help with making a logo, and just like slowly, slowly started like bringing the name out. Okay. Um, and I have yeah. to say this, the design is incredible. I mean, you've done a great job with the, the so interiors much. and the exterior. It looks so uh, so much like it's somewhere else, uh, yeah. probably Himachal or somewhere. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for the green trees outside, we wouldn't know it's in Calicut. <laughs> okay, so how? Uh, what else do you do with Vetted? So I know that in Airbnb, you can yeah. like, uh, rent out a space for a couple of you days. You can rent out a space. Yeah, so um, unlike other Airbnbs or houses, mm-hmm. so the difference is, like, my main aim was to kind of make this house like a community space because okay. I wanted it to be a place where people can come to, um, whether they're staying there or, like, coming for a few hours or whatever it is. I wanted that to be some kind of interaction mm-hmm. and generally, like, a sense of, you know, belonging. Right, where Unlike, yeah. a, like, a typical hotel or something like mm-hmm. that. So... Um, besides the rooms, I wanted, like, that, because I was already working there, I immediately thought of making some of the areas um, for co-working, okay. which is just this new concept where people come and work, like, different right. areas of work come together and work. Okay. And, I mean, it's um, not the typical kind of space where you have, like, four walls and a clean desk and, you know, it's, it's different uh, uh, because okay. people might be walking around and, so people who want that kind or, or, or who are okay with that kind of interaction right. would enjoy it. And yeah, it's mainly for the energy and the vibe, I guess. And probably at the end of that, uh, say, one week stay, everybody staying yeah. in that space would turn out to be friends. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the, the idea. Yeah. That is definitely the point of it. Oh. So like... I'd say when I was traveling, I'd stay in quite a few hostels and mm-hmm. there are a lot of like very backpacker, backpacker friendly hostels where yeah. um, you just like automatically become a part of these spaces. Uh, there is no like, no one really explaining much. You, you just kind of go with the flow and you find a space for yourself, you interact okay. and it's just so casual and it's just so comforting. So even when you're not in your hometown, you kind of feel like you're home. Okay. And you learn more and you interact more. So I wanted to bring in something like that. Okay. Which, yeah. So that's why, like, a lot of people ask me whether I give out the whole house, which mm-hmm. is not something I do because, okay. I, again, I want people, I, it's not a private space for people. Uh-huh, it's okay. more like you get a room, but you have all the common spaces shared. Okay. That's a nice idea. So, um, uh, let's say um, uh, a client, I mean, a couple of people want to come in. Uh, yeah. What is it that they have to do? So, um, like for, for staying right now, it's through Airbnb. Airbnb. So, that's a different website and you can you can find me on that or find the house on that. And usually I, like people inquire and I try to do a little bit of filtration. I like to interact with the person <laughs> Who's, ah, right. uh, contacting me just to know, like, if because yeah. I would like to know that the person coming is, you know, wanting genuine and also ah. understands what the space is about. Because right. I've had people who were very um, put off by the fact that they have to share the space. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So someone looking for a, a a space to just stay and leave is not the right kind of uh, 
guest you're looking for. I mean, it's completely fine. I've had people yeah. who've done that too, but I mean, that's completely up to them really. Right. So if they want to enjoy the space to its yeah. best, yeah. you have to have that mind to, you know, uh, be in a social setting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what uh, if I ask you to explain a, a nice client experience? Uh, where yeah. probably you had a great time with your guests. No, I had a few. I had a couple who had come actually um, okay. a few months ago, and it was it was actually one of the first guests that I had. Who I mean, few people like I mean, it was through someone I knew, or mm-hmm. at least they were from nearby. But these are people who I mean, literally just found me on Airbnb and contacted. Okay. okay. And I think the fact that they came like genuinely to like be in the space and enjoy the space and okay. i could see how much they appreciated the space for what it was mm-hmm. and they like because it's a personal kind of setting it's there are rules and like we expect the guests to like wash their dishes clean um, up after themselves and you know stuff like that like people generally don't do <laughs> in their houses even okay that's so nice. um yeah so the thing is like with this these particular guests I remember not having to like explain anything and they maintained the space as it was and it was nice and I got a chance to like sit and talk to them and hear yeah. about their life yeah okay so uh, when we come there you're always there uh, most of the time or you and I'm I'm mostly there yeah I use, because I'm working I still work as an architect and I do some freelance work so okay. I go in the morning and come back in the evening but again like it's not like uh, um i'm not constantly there so oh, uh, and uh you're yeah. working part time with the same company that you were in the so currently i'm just doing a project that we had done earlier um it's an old project which we're doing right now like an extension for it okay. so i'm involved in that but besides that i'm just doing another project on my own okay nice okay yeah <laughs> the interiors made me think of uh, if this is a nice place to take photo shoots and make uh, videos yeah. and stuff. Did you have clients asking you for that? I had actually. So okay. I've had um, a video shoot done here and um, a couple of photo shoots done in the past. Talking about the entrepreneurship side of it, uh, yeah, is the other work helping you out to sustain this, or is it in a self-sustainable state? Even uh, I mean, right now. So right now things have been definitely getting better over the first month. So okay. initially, like I said, it was I would put in whatever I was getting for my project and stuff back into mm-hmm. the house. Uh-huh. But after a point, because like the Airbnb was taking off quite well, and um, okay. I was surprised to see so many people actually come to Calicut, like to visit or to mm-hmm. um, as tourists or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so definitely business has been picking up over time and so now it's like it's sustaining itself okay that's a huge step right like when that's a huge step yeah. it's actually working yeah i mean again it's very sporadic so i don't know like this month if it works i'm not sure what's going to happen next month uh, so <laughs> i just hope for the best because i guess with um things like this it's always uh you can't really predict it much so right. unlike um other hotels and all that you can constantly promote yourself or Oh, just okay. for more platforms like booking.com and things i am trying to avoid that because i also want a select crowd to come mm-hmm. like okay. i want to be able to know that the people coming like understand this concept right. and generally 
So do you have anything planned for the future, maybe post-corona? Yeah, so actually before the lockdown, I was planning on doing a movie screening. That was the next thing I wanted to do. I want to, yeah, so, because again, movies is something that's, it's like one of the most um, common things for people and it's like uh, not too difficult also to screen movies. And if I could do that as a regular thing, it would be quite interesting to see. You know, a way to also meet more people. How I found about Vetex was through Airbnb. I was uh, checking. Yeah, actually, like, I was quite surprised. I thought, (laughs) so just um, probably a week or two before you called, I had this um, radio interview thing, which was on All India Radio. Ah, yeah. And... I mean, so I, I thought maybe you happened to hear that, and I was also surprised that someone so young actually listens to All India Radio. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was my first thought. And when you told me that you actually just found me on Airbnb, I mean, that's, I think, I think those kind of things are what makes it very exciting that, you know, very random <laughs> things can happen all the time. Sure, I hope this, you know, uh, reaches a wider audience through my podcast also, I hope. Um, oh, yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> yeah. So, on that, uh, I was basically looking for properties in Bangalore where I could stay yeah. for a week or something. And then I'm, mm. I'm thinking, because I'm checking this from Calicut, and yeah. I live here, so I'm definitely not going to search for another place in Calicut. But yeah. I was like, okay, I'm on Airbnb, why not check if there's something here? What is there, yeah. Yeah, what is there. So, when I checked it, and I found that it is in Calicut, it was lovely and I had to come there. <laughs> you, may, I, you can check my chat, it would be there. I would have asked you. I actually, yeah, right after yeah. you told me, I went back and I looked through the Airbnb chats and okay. I found your name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago though, right? Yeah, uh, sometime, I think during, after the first uh, lockdown and everything, after things ah. started to ease out, I think that's when okay. I checked, yeah. And I, yeah, actually, right now, like with the second lockdown, mm-hmm. I got quite lucky. So this um these few people, like young people, they're like mm-hmm. around twenty four, twenty five. They're doing some kind of business and e commerce work, and okay. they approached me saying that they wanted to stay in a place to work okay. before the lockdown started. Oh, okay. so I guess after the first lockdown, people kind of like realized how it's going to be and how it's going to keep extending. So they were smart enough to like plan it out and they, and like I was still like a little anxious about that because I didn't want too much of contact with mm. new people and so when they told me that they wanted to stay for like 20 days or oh. something like that, I was like really happy because that is, I mean, that was one of the aims that um, like initially when I wanted people to stay, I was looking for people who stayed long term so they okay. become part of this community and you know, become comfortable in the space and right. it's not like a constant, I don't constantly need to like give my attention and stuff. Right, right. So this, uh, yeah, so that way I got a bit lucky with this lockdown. I mean, I, so I've given up the upstairs, so I have these two levels, right? Okay. I've given just upstairs space. So then I also, it's kind of cut off from where I need to work and it's okay. there's some, I mean, privacy and everything. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, I might as well uh, say how uh, what the rate is for a person or for a room, however it is. 
So um, usually, like my rate on Airbnb is 2.5 per night. Okay. 2,500 a night, and I think Airbnb adds an extra bit of tax and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but because of this, like time, I brought it down to 2,000 now. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah. So generally, when people say that they want to stay longer, so I'm encouraging people to stay longer by bringing it down more. Uh-huh. So when people stay a month or something, I give like a 20% discount, and uh-huh. I try to bring it down because I'm also looking for people our age and right. like similar <laughs> like wavelengths. Just generally to increase the number of people coming as well. Right. And do you have no, team, uh maintaining this do you have employees or is it more of a one so thing? It's um currently mostly like a one woman show. Okay. <laughs> where it's mostly me running around, but I do have a staff who comes like generally on a regular basis to clean the space and oh. maintain it because it's too much to do. Okay. Um so that is a huge help and But generally, like when before a guest comes, I am the one who like turns over the room, checks right. the sheets, checks the bathrooms. Like I like to do that on my own. I'm also slightly into hospitality. It's something um, I'm okay. interested in. So I like to be personally involved. But I do probably need to like move a little away from that so I can um, think of or like have time for other things as well. Okay, that involving personally is the classic touch of a, a true entrepreneur. Yeah, <laughs> you know, really. Yeah. Even if you take startups and stuff, uh, the the founder is the one who's working the most probably. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. also just starting. Like I'm trying. I was hoping during this um, lockdown because nothing much is happening right now, especially with my architecture work. Mm-hmm. I was. Um, trying to put myself in working on a website for the place because no, I realize it's um, getting difficult to kind of explain to people each time what the space is about and right. because there's too many things happening okay. and it confuses a lot of people. So, right. like I also do events for people who like say someone wants to host a birthday party or oh, something okay. like that. Like yeah. I would be open for giving out the space for a few hours, but of course. following certain protocol and rules and um okay. so i i wanted to like have everything laid out on you know a, a website that people can just like access oh okay. so i'm working on that hopefully in a month it should be done okay wonderful yeah the thing is i also like one of my biggest fears is i generally i do have commitment issues mm-hmm. so <laughs> when i think of things growing with the space and then i think of, oh but i then i can't get stuck
I am working, uh, I am doing a full-time job, but yeah. uh, that's just not enough for me. Mm. I could be doing something on the side and building, uh, I love building contacts with people. Even politically. Yeah, I mean, it's so important also. Like, yeah, networking. Something I realized also over the year. Right. Making more connections, contacts. Because you'll never know when you would need. Mm, right. Um, and then you are needed. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so staying happy, maybe, is the yeah. entire goal. Yeah. Uh, no, no for sure. I think um, that's why I asked you because, like, I, like generally, I think it's so easy to be um, distracted and to lose focus on what your purpose in life is. Mm, yeah. um, like especially with these, like all of us have expectations, and um, like I put a lot of expectations on myself, and I my standards are really high. And <laughs> the problem is, you can never actually reach those standards because they're right. so high. Yeah. And I think, like, I try to like remind myself so when I'm not working and. Like this weekend, my, my I had thought, okay, I'll sit down and you know take some time for myself, just to like refocus and remember that I'm not living for you know like for these achievements, but I'm living right. to enjoy my life. Everyone around you is like doing things all the time and uh, actively working, and you sometimes like obviously you compare and then you think, am I not doing enough? Am I not living uh-huh, okay. my full potential? Like, at the end of the day, if you have shelter and you have food and, I mean, your basic necessities are covered, that's it, right? Lovely. So, I can understand that we have a connection <laughs> and yeah. we'll be talking later on. Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice talking to you. And I, I, even, like, the first conversation I had with you when you called me, Shalee, mm-hmm. was quite nice and, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um really happy to have an entrepreneur for the first time on my show. <laughs> it's still a new term for me. I still, uh, <laughs> like I don't, I still like take a second to like remember that that's what I'm doing. That's what I am, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all the best with that and I will, Thanks a lot. we will meet one, maybe one day uh, when I come to yeah. the tip. For sure, yeah. Yeah, very soon. Yeah, and thanks for reaching out and like finding out and taking the initiative even like do uh, Thanks. It's really good. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. That was an insightful conversation as to why it is completely fine to not know what and where you'll be five or ten years down the line and to just keep growing and expanding your horizons because you never know opportunities might just reveal itself you just have to have the eye to see it and go all out for it so don't forget to go check out Vetits on instagram and airbnb and don't forget to go on a solo trip adios